1: Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a uh, midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's where my man Patrick takes jams from the soundtrack of a movie that inspired him for one reason or another. Uh, and based on those selections, Hardy and I are supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. And today... Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and we wouldn't have got it if not for the Specs Text Line so thank you Specs Text Line 512-337-3776 so we forgot about the Flex when we were talking about the Flex earlier Flex the Wednesday Night Flex happening tonight that's right so uh want to remind everybody Wednesday Night Flex don't go anywhere after ball don't lie is over we got the Wednesday Night Flex already started Nolan the seed the seed is in the house hanging out uh, so uh, and I'm sure uh, Zach Lucero and the and the whole crew usually Cameron Parker hangs out mm-hmm. oh, who's talking calling Cameron Parker Colonel Parker. Is that E. That Hogan? Was e was Hogan.
2: That? that was E. Hogan.
1: Okay. Now, that's the a, Colonel. because That's a cool nickname. It is. You can't just be the Colonel. Colonel Parker. It's, I mean, I know why he calls him Colonel Parker from the original Colonel Parker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we calling him that? I don't call him that. I
2: call, I call him call Cameron. Him, I call him Cam. <laughs> His mama call him Clay. I'm going to
1: call him Clay. When are you obliged <laughs> to call someone by the nickname that they like or something like that?
2: Well, I mean, do, they even, do, or do you even give them an opportunity to rebut?
1: Uh no I guess when you, cause you when you call him that's what you call him yeah cause both both gave, that's my dog he would he would introduce himself as skis sometimes like right. we call them both skis right. skis for she's. and he would introduce himself as skis yeah <laughs> He was like so you that's your nickname though you can introduce yourself as a nickname you can just say I'm Colonel call me the Colonel.
3: You can there say you that? go. Oh man, that sounds.
1: That sounds that, really douchey.
3: Yeah, it doesn't sound like that. That <laughs> sounds really douchey. It just,
1: uh, yeah, I man. This sounds s- like how you get a fake phone number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're yeah. not gonna assume you're an a-hole. You like call me, call me Colonel. But I guess if people that's call you that
3: point. without you requesting it. Then yeah, it's no, no, because if you say, "Hey, I'm Cam," and then it goes, "Hey, man, that's a Colonel," then you're like, "Okay, then that's cool." Now, now everybody knows. That's cool. Yeah, you get one of your
1: wingmen in front of women to exactly. call you Colonel. Oh, dude, you're yeah. gonna clean up. It's like they call you Colonel, and having a woman call you Colonel, that's got to be even better. Oh it's yeah, gotta be, that's got to be it right there. man. I've never been called Colonel. Uh, <laughs> I've normally been called what about Private. Colonel Craig Flowers. <laughs> Uh, colonel 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 Craig Flowers on the uh, Airways here at Wonderful I know he's, because he's a true Colonel. He's a real Colonel. Yeah, he's We're a real Colonel. We're disrespecting the real Colonel here exactly. by talking about all these fake Colonels out here <laughs> and how cool <laughs> it would be to be called Colonel when he's the one that actually sacrificed to be called to a be colonel. to be a Colonel. That's yes, right at the highest level. So thank you, Colonel Craig Flowers. Yes. Uh, end our conversation about Colonels there. Okay, let's get to some NFL news notes and nuggets here, gentlemen. Uh, you want to start with the DeAndre Hopkins news? Or you want to go most overpaid or underpaid NFL I'll players? Do DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, uh, can we get this pa- sound ready, Patrick? Uh, because this was on a podcast uh, recently, and, and we know DeAndre Hopkins. There have been rumors that he wants to be traded, that the the, the Cardinals may want to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, at one point, I believe it was Albert Breer who threw it out there. At one point, Albert Breer even stated that, the, the asking price for DeAndre Hopkins, if the Arizona Cardinals were going to trade him, was going to be around a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins, which can, may be considered relatively cheap, but he has owed a lot of money. Still a lot of money left on that contract. $30 million mm-hmm. a year. Yeah, it's a lot of money on that exact a lot, baby. Second round pick ain't nothing compared to the contract yeah. you want to pay, the salary. I agree with that. Now, the hope is that, because uh, that was then, and by the way, no team, if that was the price, wanted to pay that. And I think it's what Patrick brought up, no team wanted to pay. The draft capital, but also pay 30 something million a year for a wide receiver who is aging. Who's aging? Who has missed a lot of games throughout the years? Injuries are piling up for him, too. And yeah, no, I'm with you. I I understand I'm a big DeAndre Hopkins fan, but I I get that. I am as well. Yeah, exactly. You were, yeah. Before you uh, came back to the fold and Texans fandom, you were a big Texans (laughs) fan. And of course, that was in DeAndre Hopkins' heyday um, prior to Bill O'Brien having his fuster clock mm-hmm. of, <laughs> of a moment where he decided to trade him for David Johnson. Oh, don't get me started. I digress. Getting back to it. So Albert Burr said it was for a second-round pick. No team wanted to pay that, reportedly. Um, and then the report came out that it may be closer to, you know, a fifth or a sixth-round pick, potentially, because nobody was going to be willing to pay that, and then the Arizona Cardinals were not going to let – they were not going to trade DeAndre Hopkins for a fifth or a sixth-round pick. No. Remember, Brandon Cooks was traded for – very like uh, was it late draft capital? Mm-hmm. I believe he was was it a fifth or a sixth? Was sixth? He was a sixth, six, yeah. six, right? Yeah. 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 So and, and remember the Texans ate some of that money on that contract yeah. too. That's why the Cowboys picked him up. So it's relatively cheap for the Cowboys. So I think some teams are hoping it's. Remember the Cowboys? I'm not gonna say they reset the the quarterback. I'm uh, sorry, the wide receiver market, but they definitely I would say uh, adjusted the wide receiver market. I don't know if they reset it because, remember, teams were overpaying for a lot of wide receivers who were considered wide receiver warrants. They got Brandon Cook for relatively cheap Mm -hmm. um, and like draft capital and for the salary they're paying for him. But getting back to it, so what what is DeAndre Hopkins worth? And apparently no team was willing to ante up. So now the report is they may waive him. That they may decide really? to waive him. Yeah, that's also a discussion being had. I think they will try to trade him before they ever try to waive him. You got to get something in return for him, but they're definitely not getting what they want uh, in that trade offer for DeAndre Hopkins. So, Albert Brewer, and This was actually I so said this was like earlier this year. Albert Brewer also reported that the teams that were interested in DeAndre Hopkins were the Kansas City Chiefs were one of the teams. That's what he reported. Mm. that they were one of the teams that was really interested in DeAndre Hopkins at the time. Remember, I came out and I said, if Kansas City— they were interested, I think, in him and Odell Beckham Jr. is what Albert Burr reported. And Odell Beckham, of course, went to the Baltimore Ravens. And I said at the time, if Kansas City picks up DeAndre Hopkins, be afraid. Be very afraid. I yeah. mean, it's, that <laughs> that yeah. may be all she wrote for uh, the NFL, if he's anything close to DeAndre Hopkins that we remember. Now, remember also Pac-Man Jones, who's close to D Hop. He reported on the Pat McAfee show that there were five teams that were uh, interested in uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and he reported the Patriots, Baltimore, Buffalo, Atlanta, and Las Vegas. Interesting. Now, Atlanta's probably moved on. Uh, Baltimore has Odell Beckham Jr., so they're probably out of that mix. Um, And, you know, Buffalo uh, is an interesting situation, too. That's much like that Kansas City option. That would set the AFC on fire. It really would put the AFC on notice. So now, fast forward to today. Those were the reports uh, earlier this year. Fast forward to today, and he was on a podcast uh, with Brandon Marshall. I believe it's called the I Am Athlete pod. Yes, yes. He was on this pod, and it was a beautiful young lady on there with him, too. She didn't say a word. She, she was obviously just for like eye candy. I couldn't take my eyes off her. She was gorgeous <laughs> She just sat that All time Looking pretty I was like Did she say something yeah. she, she says a
3: couple things In there
1: She did She Very says few. a couple things
3: You just weren't listening Very, few. Well, Very I, few I guess
1: I was just dumbstruck by uh, her beauty uh, But anyway She was on there with him And there The question I believe the question Is in the audio actually um, So I'll do that Brandon Marshall take If you don't know The question is Essentially what quarterbacks Would you like To catch passes from But here is uh, Brandon Marshall And D-Hop
2: You just brought up Quarterbacks mm Uh, what are some of the quarterbacks out there if you had a list you say Mm -hmm. these are some dope quarterbacks that I would love to throw me the ball the second part of my career
0: oh that's a good question I would have to say uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've I've been watching since he came in the league is Josh Allen Josh Allen he reminds me of he reminds me of an old school or, or of a new school Andrew Luck. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I love Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, man, he's a he, he, Houston kid, your dog, Jalen. Uh, number three, who I would love to to have a ball thrown by, uh, man, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Oof. Number oh, four num- Number four, I'm going to have to go with uh, – I gotta I gotta go with the I gotta go with the underdog, man. The people not not a lot of people people respect this guy, but you know, as a as a throwing quarterback Lamar, Lamar Jackson, obviously. And number number five. Number five. That's a good one. That's a good question. Number five obviously. Dak Prescott.
3: I like Dak Prescott.
0: <laughs> Any of these young rookie <laughs>
2: quarterbacks stand out to you? Do you want to uh catch a ball from a young player? Are you or are you past that point in your career? Like some guys out there. Yeah,
0: I'm past. I'm past that young that that point in my career. But I heard that the quarterback we got from Houston is pretty good. I like him. My grandfather was sending me his uh his highlights on YouTube. But my my number five quarterback, man, because there's, there's some good quarterbacks out there. That's young and good. I'm gonna have to go with uh man. I'm gonna have to go with my my, my dude in San Diego or the Chargers. Herbert. I'm gonna have to Justin go with Herbert. Herbert
1: Justin Herbert. Wow. Okay. First of all, can we talk about the the disrespect to Dak? Come on, man. Disrespect to Dak. Didn't even acknowledge they brought up Dak. He didn't even say anything about that. He he'd say, oh no, I like Dak, but um. Uh, Who's that else? kid
2: in uh San Diego? San Diego. First of all, there ain't nobody in yeah, San Diego. Yeah, there's no San Diego team. <laughs> <laughs> don't know his name. <laughs> he don't know his name. <laughs> I'll, I'll, hey, you
3: want to know who else he doesn't mention? Deshaun Watson? He does not. He does not mention his, this his
1: old teammate that he, is no longer in Houston. Yeah, he could easily be
3: like, man, Cleveland. They make dumb decisions.
1: They could pay me thirty million dollars. You're right. He does not mention the Sean. That had to be on purpose because that had to be top of mind. I mean, yeah. that's his boy. That's the yeah. first elite quarterback that ever threw to him. Before that, he had jabronis and jacks throwing him the football. So that's, that's a good point. But then the disrespect to Dak. He didn't even acknowledge. Didn't even. They they both were like. He first of all, Brandon Marshall says, "What about Dak?" And she says, "I like Dak." And, mm-hmm. he, and he, he just done, kept going just to the other going. thing. He, yeah, he hey, went what, And wasn't he
3: posting stuff on Instagram yes. about yes. how he wanted to go to Dallas? Yes. I, that's Originally, a point. that's was. how it was going down. He was, was supposed to yeah. down. Yes. He right yeah. about that. I, I think, look, the reality of this is he wants to play for the best team with the best quarterback and make $30 million doing it, and those three things aren't all happening. Man, no. you, He's asking for a lot.
1: And you know what? I, I, I think you're right, Patrick. I totally agree with you. I think he'll settle for reasonable pay. Um, and in okay, whatever they want to do, have a mercenary deal, whatever they want to do, a reasonable pay, um, and trying to play for a championship or getting an opportunity to play for a championship. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that's what he's missing in his career. He hasn't done that. I mean, this guy's been a first-team All-Pro. He's been Pro Bowler. He's been he, he's been at the top of the mountain as the best receiver in the league. He he. I I think at one point he was the best receiver. In the oh, league. Yeah. I'm not saying he is right now, uh, but. I think he wants to play for a championship, so I would, and I said it earlier, if he goes to Kansas City or he goes to Buffalo, you're talking about the two strongest arms arguably in the NFL and nobody catches 50-50 balls as well as DeAndre Hopkins. Hell, even last year, some people said he had fallen off, he still had a 50% contested catch rate. Yeah, I mean, he's still caught over fifty percent of his uh, contested catches. He's a beast when they throwing it. They just kind of throwing it up there. Him, I know fifty fifty balls. And if he goes to Kansas City or even goes to Buffalo, man, you're not going to be able to double team him consistently. That means he's going to get one on one coverage, one on one coverage for a hop. He's open.
2: Yeah, he's, he's already he's, he's open, open. now.
1: <laughs> he's but he's,
2: he's letting you know he's right open. now. He's open. That's how bad Ooh. he wants to go to a different team. Oh,
1: somebody said Jacksonville or Detroit on the spec text line. But
3: and this is you're also Ooh. talking about a point in the season. There someone's going to have to cut multiple players to get him at this point. No one has 30 million million in cap space open right now. I agree with that. So you and Arizona don't want your cap space back. So they don't want to take on whoever you're willing to get rid of. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like that's that's a problem is I think if you're Arizona, your best course of action is to wait a year, and to just go look. We're we're already kind of we're tanking this year anyway, probably unless Kyler Murray comes back and he's ready to go week one, and then mm-hmm. we may not tank. But if we're not, let's go ahead and tank this season, and we just basically pay DeAndre this season, and then next year he's only worth 26 million. That's the end of his contract. Yeah, that makes him mm-hmm. much more and because one year th- mercenary deal because that knocks him back down to basically elite wide receiver pay instead of super elite wide receiver pay. And, like, he goes, dude, all right, well, you can go to Buffalo if they get
1: rid of Stephon Diggs. They can't pay both of you. Yeah, and and Kansas City has already decided they're going to go against the grain of the NFL that's overpaying wide receivers. Yes. Uh, We talked about the inflation of the wide receiver position. They've decided, no, 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 we'll let Tyreek Hill go, and we got the quarterback, and we got a tight end. Basically, gives us a discount because we do have a wide receiver. One, he's just a tight end. So yeah. we can pay him less. It's actually a smarter way to build when you have that luxury. Right. So I, I get you right, Patrick. I think because if you look at bookies.com, Arizona has the best odds yeah. to retain his services. But if you look at teams with the best odds who are not the Arizona Cardinals, Kansas City with the best odds if he goes to another team to acquire DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't, I don't think they go that route this year. Maybe they could do it next year when he's a mercenary, one-year deal, like you said, Patrick. But this year – I, I don't see that, especially coming off the year last year where they got Kadarius Tony late. They still believe they can develop him into being a better wide receiver. And they just proved that Patrick Mahomes, one of the few quarterbacks that don't need a wide receiver. I was once. just about to they say, it.
2: and you're still competing against that. So yeah. why am I spending all this money <laughs> on a wide receiver when I can save money? Because we're still going up against that mm-hmm. yeah. every single year. And, I mean, and he just – it has to
3: go into the point because I remember DeAndre Hopkins said a, a few weeks back or a month back or whatever, he said the, well, I'm not looking for a raise. right? Like, no one said raise. We said pay cut. <laughs> yes. Pay
2: cut. Yeah.
3: No one, no one asked you if we're you want to make more than $30 million you, dollars this agent. Year. They tell him, hey, mention raise. Don't ever yeah. mention pay cut. Yeah. 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 He yeah. said, raise. I never <laughs> asked for raise. Like, yeah, we know. You're making $30 million as a wide receiver. <laughs> you were going to get one. But it, it's – Everything he says, when we know the fact that whether it was right or wrong, he was traded for character reasons at one point in his career. He was suspended for PEDs at one point in his career. That's come up. There are question marks where teams are going to take a step back and go, you want us to put $30 million this year, another $26 million mm-hmm. next year, which I believe the cap hit would only next year would be about, a, or the, not the, the dead cap if you just had to bail out of it. It's only like $11 million next year. That's a lot to take on if you have to give up a higher draft pick yeah. for somebody that you go, I'm not sure this guy's yeah. going to walk in Week One and be willing to play the role that we really want him to play. Like if you go to a Buffalo, you go, is he willing to walk in and understand that Diggs is the guy?
1: I think yeah. I think he would. I think understand he understands that, that. And and that's, now, and I think he'd like that just because I think he wants a little reprieve from being double teamed and I, having you the that. coverages. But we, you know, rotate but we saw this with Xavier
3: Worthy this year. It's not about the double teams. Are you willing to take half the your targets? Oh, I think he works. As long as he the money's there, I think he's yeah, fine. I ain't okay. to win, that's, no. that's that's yeah, the question: he's, is wide he's receivers to win a lot? Are you willing to take half the targets, money. and still work as hard on every throw? I because think, that's when we is. see receivers at the end of their career when it ends quickly. It's wide receivers that don't try on routes. They know they're not the target.
1: Nuck's a hard worker, though. I like I He's Look, not, like he's the not a guy that takes plays off. He always blocks on run plays. Remember, this is a guy that had a he had a holdout at in, in, with Houston that lasted less than twenty four hours. I'm not yeah. joking. It was actually true. He held out and he was trying to get paid, and he said he felt so bad. By being uh, by being absent from practice and not around the team, that he came back, and he was like, "Uh, we'll we'll figure out the contract later." I don't, yeah. I don't he said, "I'm not that guy. I don't want to be holding out." Yeah, he not. He probably has changed <laughs> since because he's got a lot more a money. Lot of a things veteran. have changed. Yes, as you get older, you change a little bit, come a little bit more crotchety, if you will. Uh, but I I do, man. You got this guy early on in his career. I know we're not talking about him early on. We're talking about him now, but I don't know. if I saw any receiver, at least in my time watching football. Play at a higher level, in spite despite the the quarterback talent throwing him the football.
2: Yeah,
1: right. He he made, I agree. In twenty seventeen guys, he was the first.
2: He, he had terrible quarterbacks.
1: His first five years in the league, he had ten ten different starting quarterbacks. I'm not making that up. And Desha- take Deshaun Watson out of it. That was the first elite quarterback he had thrown the football. Matt Schaub, the Schaub Job, Case Keenum, Ryan Mallett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, T.J. Yates, Brandon Whedon, Brian Hoyer, Tom Savage, A.J. McCarron. And this guy in Come 2017 on, made first team all pro with three different starting quarterbacks throwing him the football. He had Tom Savage, uh, Deshaun Watson, and T.J. Yates all started games that year. Multiple games actually that year, and he still made first team all pro at wide receiver. It didn't matter who was throwing the ball. Did
2: not matter.
1: And that, like I said, that is not who he is maybe today. Um, but man, when he, like I said, when he in his heyday, and once he got a elite quarterback like Deshaun Watson, I believe that's when he made three straight years, first team all pro, four straight Pro Bowls. Uh before that, he had made for you know, first team or second team all pro here or there, and like won uh two Pro Bowls. But man, when he has an elite quarterback and Kyler Murray, you know, I think is considered to be one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. But you get him with a Patrick Mahomes mm. and you get him with a Josh Allen, and hopefully you can recreate some of that magic he had early on, mm. that's scary. Cause like I said, this guy, I, I used to call him Spanks. Yeah. I call I used to call him Spanks because he would DeAndre Hopkins was the NFL wide receiver equivalent of Spanks for women where he could basically take bad quarterbacks he could take something misshapen malformed shapeless disproportionate unattractive non symmetrical unappealing unsightly my goodness body <laughs> I, mean, going through it. I mean quarterback i mean quarterback and make him look sexy and aesthetically uh, appealing and make him productive and he did that for i just gave you the list of all those quarterbacks he did it for and now he's you know he i think he said even in that audio i'm not doing that Now I want to go play with proven commodities. Now guys who are considered to be the best at what they do. I still think he's got some left in the tank for a title run for some team. Maybe not this year, as Patrick mentioned. Maybe it's next year, but who knows? We still could see him change teams.
2: Yeah. Well, we need
3: that. No, and I I, like I like him a lot. I hope he gets there, but he needs to stop hanging out with NBA players. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. What he wants is the NBA deal, and that is not that is yeah. not normally how it works in the NFL. That's fair. The load
1: management, too. He huh? wants some of that? He wants, ba- he wants all the NBA
3: deal. The load management might be hey, good. Hey, man, bro. hey, man, could you trade me to the best team in the league? <laughs> I want all my money. And uh, if you could not take most of their good players when we do it, that would be also be good. Yeah, <laughs> Could <laughs> you just good. destroy their team for after I'm gone? I won't care anymore.
1: Uh, you could be right about that. I could see, uh, honestly, I could see um, Nuck winning a title with a team in the next two years, and, and retiring. He, he, he seems like one of those guys to me. Well, that, I need him to hurry ever, up and get it because
2: I really want to see new go get his thing. Yeah. I really appreciate how he plays, who he is as a player, how he shows up every single week, if healthy. But he goes out there and he plays so hard. So, yeah. And the fact, too, he didn't mention Kyler Murray. We didn't bring that up. Oh, well, we know. He's asked for a trade <laughs> like three times. We we know Kyle Murray
3: in
1: his you know top what? five. That's a great point, though. We should have brought You're right. That, that's an obvious one, but you're right. That was status face. He didn't mention him or Deshaun Watson. He didn't mention the last two quarterbacks. Yeah. that The last two franchise quarterbacks that have been throwing him the football. He didn't mention them no, for very different reasons. He did
3: mention that kid from Houston.
1: Yeah, <laughs> CJ Stroud. I guess he's no, of-
3: No, the one they just drafted, the kid that played at Houston.
1: Oh, tune. Yes. Yeah, Clayton, Tilly, yeah, they just Clayton. Okay. he mentioned him. Okay, uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't even know his name.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wait, why
1: Hopkins
3: not? Only... Why not
2: Mills? <laughs> why not Mills? <laughs> I'm just
1: throwing my neck <laughs> out there, and sticking your neck out, <laughs> it. talking out the side of your neck is what you're doing. That's that's, exactly. it that's uh, No, just saying, that's a that's a good point though. About uh, Kyler Murray didn't mention him. Uh, I didn't pick up on that, but that could that could be a little passive aggressive shot that he's taking at Kyler Murray. We can't
3: yeah. put a note. Under DeAndre Hopkins is only 30 years old. He's not that old as he's, the receiver, so, so he is only 30. So there could be a really good second act of four or five years left in him if he wants to come back and go. If he gets a mercenary deal or whatever, and then in free agency goes wherever, he could have a nice second part of his career to play till he's 35. I totally because agree. the way he catches too, he's so good on contested catches that even when he loses a little bit of getting open, if he's playing one-on-one, he's still one of the best guys in the league that you trust to go get a a uh, fifty-fifty ball, very yeah, fair. You no, know,
1: I told. That's a great point because I've i said this about DeAndre Hopkins. I have never been impressed with him as a route runner. He actually is a route. Now, if you if you define route running as the art of creating separation from your defender. Uh, then maybe he's considered a better route runner. But if you're just watching him running precise routes, there's very little precision in his routes. He's just trying to run away from defenders. And I think most of the quarterbacks, are they they see him as a 50-50 ball guy. So even if the cornerback the or the DB is with DeAndre Hopkins, if they're not in good position, they don't have good leverage – They'll still consider that open with DeAndre Hopkins. So, to Patrick's point, he's never been a guy that's created a ton of separation, in my opinion. Um, so, I do think for DeAndre Hopkins, like I said, he, he, he's effective, but not as a precise route runner. He really is a more effective when the ball is in the air. Yes. 50-50 balls. Round. Yes, well, 50, a, 50 balls. He's a fifty fifty yeah. 50 dude. Um, okay, so uh, we're a little bit late for the break. So let's go to the break here. And we'll get to that most overpaid and underpaid like uh, NFL players. We'll get to that on the other side uh, right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.
0: Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right
1: here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick takes songs from a particular soundtrack that inspired him. Um, And based on the selections that are played, Harge is now supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music, and it is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, This is very fitting. It is.
3: I I will also tell you, if you have never watched uh, Tom Jones and Mm. Tina Turner doing stuff back in the day, Dude, Tom Jones was a beast back in the Tom day.
1: Tom Jones and Tina Turner.
3: Dude, so he used to basically
1: Collabos? have like
3: he used to have the show in England that was like the biggest pop show where all the musicians came on. So he had he has all these duets and collabs with all these black, young black artists wow. back in the early days. And he, Because he would have him on the show, and he's like, oh, I love your music. And
1: nobody else would give him any airtime. Like, yeah, any airtime. so there's oh.
3: all these cool stuff at Tom Jones, but you can look up Tom Jones and wow. Tina Turner and see some cool stuff.
1: <laughs> Female listener born, is anyone else doing the Carlton right now? That's what, what I tell <laughs> you. I was like, soon as soon as you played it, I was like, you talk about all this.
2: Tina Turner and Tom Jones, I'm like, I'm thinking of Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is the Carlton dance. No, you're right. I forgot about that too. Yes. But, uh, thanks, for my man, Patrick. Always oh, hooking us up. By
3: the way, does that Carlton episode where he gets the gun and Will Will Smith take takeaway remind you of John ja Morant?
2: Oh, right now, wow! Right now, it does. It is too soon, Patrick. But yes, it's too soon.
1: About that one, yes, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> don't do it, Will. You don't want to understand what's going on with me. The the the, like, the, the very serious uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air episodes were always a little uh, a little awkward sometimes. Yeah, like the dad walking the out. Dad walking yeah. out. Well, yeah. yeah, that was an awkward one too. That's just what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Then a couple though, they try to get you know. Yeah, they got real. Mo- Trying to well, get real, and then. And then
2: uh, uh uh mr banks he philip he remember when he was dealing with the uh situation where he was in the hospital and will was in there He was like, you can't go, Phil. You can't go, Uncle (laughs)
3: Phil. I need you. Hey, Will Smith had to try and get some other acting parts in that show sometimes, you know. Yeah, he was doing some extra work. He was doing extra work.
1: Turns out he was the best damn actor on the show. No doubt. And uh, still an A-list actor to this day. All right, uh, let's get to this uh, most overpaid and most underpaid NFL players list. There are some cowboys on this list uh, that I want to get to. So we'll just got to go down here. Tell me what you think. Most underpaid quarterback? They got Brock Purdy, that, Mr. Oh, Irrelevant. I thought it was gonna be Dak. Was under I'm
2: just kidding. <laughs> he's
1: like, he's like, I think he's like sixth or seventh right now. Yeah, he's which, in the mix. Well, honestly, they need to, they they need to, if they're gonna pay Dak, they need to pay him now. They have to. Cause Cause what Joe, I say, this is it. Yeah, because Joe Burrow is about to break the bank. and
2: I think he understands. Oh, man, I gotta go ahead and take this money. What they're about to give me? because yeah, Yep. This, if I don't play well, I'm not getting that. Yeah, man. Yeah,
3: hey, but I think you gotta wait a few weeks into the season. And just see if this whole Mike McCarthy thing works, or if you're like, all right, none of this is working. We need a hard reset with Dan Quinn in the defense. Oh, that's good, not, but their
1: hard reset Dak will have to be a part of it. They the Cowboys don't even draft quarterbacks enough. They yeah. to even reset. I agree. They're drafted the second amount. That's of why you got to the I mean, get them now. I mean, that's why you got to get them now. you can put trade for davis mills that'd be great trade for old neck there huh yeah old neck
2: (laughs) i'm like god i sent y'all that that tweet today and i was like hey man is this real yeah he does have a very
3: like i completely forgot how bad it was no periscope mills he's right (laughs) over (laughs) the line
1: periscope mills i like that that's a new one Uh, okay getting back to the list overpaid quarterback russell wilson I think we all agree. Mhm. That's probably right. That's fair. Um underpaid running back Isaiah Pacheco, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, uh, that's
2: still early in the game. Goes Bro. back to what we were talking about. It's He's early in the game. He's a seventh round pick though. That that's I mean, how's he underpaid? That's what you get drafted at.
1: But he's underpaid cause he's like already their 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 top running back. He finished with damn near a thousand yards and he's their their top running back, their running back one, and he's making less than a million dollars. His quarterback
2: is Patrick Mahomes.
1: He's set to make Patrick nine hundred thousand dollars this year and he's gonna be the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. That's that's pretty underpaid. What do you always uh, say? Hey.
2: there's a lot of running backs out there.
1: That's true. No, you're right. The I will running- tell you, yeah. I w- I'm going to guess,
3: every single running back will tell you they're the most underpaid. <laughs> exactly. uh, That's what I was going to say. The most
1: overpaid running back here is an XY receiver, Cordero Patterson. Well, if you're going to put him as running back,
2: you can say that. At but in any yeah. other position at wide receiver, he would be considered
1: Underpaid. Count $5.5 five against the cap. But I, li- I like that, that positionless football. There Arthur
3: Smith is uh, pioneering Wait, there. wait. So he's only $5.5 over the cap
1: and he's overpaid? $5.5 against the cap five this five. year. Okay. Yeah, Can we saying. not
3: say Zeke is over that and not playing for the Cowboys anymore? He's well, that's he's because he's not, okay, he's, he's not listed. Okay. No team
1: is paying that. Okay. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I'm just saying,
3: I mean, the Cowboys yeah. are technically still paying him that. He is
1: counting oh, against yeah, the that's cap. that's right. That, he is is true. that is He's true. He's counting against the cap for more that money is than Cordell That's true. But I think they're going to have their own rosters. The okay, yeah, yeah. you. But you're right about that. That's a good point, actually. It's, sadly enough, that is the case. Actually, I think that the Cowboys are paying more for Zeke in dead cap money than the Eagles are paying for their starting running back.
3: Yeah. And by the way, Tony Pollard is also a $10 million quarterback. Yeah. Or $10 million running back. Yeah. yeah.
1: I believe the Eagles starting running backs, or their whole entire backfield now is going to make less than like $8 million. Jeez. <laughs> love that. Like, there's some, some crazy number like that. And Tony
3: Pollard makes 10, <laughs> and Zeke's, <laughs> Zeke's
1: still getting paid like 10. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. That, 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 in a nutshell, that's the two difference in the front offices there, ladies. Just look at the running back position and how much they're being paid, dead money included, like Patrick mentioned. All right, underpaid wide receiver, they got Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. For the Detroit Lions, I'm not. I, I agree with that. He's been extremely productive for he's, the last two and a half, three years. Two thousand doing, yards yeah. in the last two years. Man, he's just yep. making. He counts uh, just over one point one million against the cap. Yep, I'm hey. with that. Uh, overpaid, T- Michael Thomas. Agree, because oh. he hadn't even played. I don't, we don't even know what's wrong with Michael Thomas at this point.
3: Neither does
2: he. <laughs> he's telling you his right foot hurt, but he's limping on his left. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, where he's am the I hurt He's got the George Costanza?
3: Yes. Yeah, with the K. Yes. <laughs> he's got the K. And they, no, but I hurt my other leg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what he goes? He's like, right, left, left, yeah. right, left, Yeah, whichever right. one you need <laughs> no, me to hurt, you see I got me. it. Yeah, you see me. Uh, you've been never looking at me. You've Ugh. always been on the same side. See left, right, Michael right? Thomas
3: <laughs> rolling up to OTAs and the Rascal.
1: Oh, no, yeah. that is great. Uh, okay, underpaid tight end. They have Okwunkwo from the Tennessee Titans. Sheik Okwunkwo. Uh, I don't really know, his, don't situation really know his situation. I don't
2: really know his situation But
1: only one minute against the cap. Overpaid, they got Will Disley for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that's overpaid. He counts nearly t- $9.2 million against the cap in 2023. Don't come. Uh, yeah, so too much. Underpaid, they got Tyler Smith, offensive tackle for the Cowboys. I, how – I mean
2: – what is this based off of? Because he's well, a it's rookie. Based on,
1: it's based on how much they're being paid and their uh, their productivity level. He's been really productive. He's one of the best linemen in all the NFL last year. Then I year, would say yes. And he made just over $3 million, And he played guard and tackle. Matter of fact, the, season, swing. the season's over. Yeah. If he doesn't switch to tackle and perform at a Pro Bowl level. The yeah. season's over. Yeah, yeah he saved goes it. goes down. He saved it. I would say the man's but, a little uh, on the But, but,
2: but I mean... It's under the contract. It was one year. Let's see what he does this year. Let's see what he does next year. I don't want to be
1: your employee. I know. Exactly. Right. Hey, he still thinks he got the wrong talent. I, I,
2: <laughs> I can't just, give, you, I just can't give y'all all the money <laughs> all right. right away. Hardest, <laughs>
3: hardest performance <laughs> review at the end of the year. Well, you are our highest-selling salesperson this year, but we're
1: just going to see what happens next well, let year. Me you you, let me see if
2: you can bring it up next
1: year. Oh, I just dropped that old Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock line. Hey, man, you don't get credit for stuff you're supposed to do. You're I supposed mean, to make them sales. I'm baby. here looking. <laughs> (laughs) for y'all guys I'm with you Uh, okay overpaid offensive tackle they got Ronnie Stanley for the Baltimore Ravens only played 11 games last season uh, but his cap hit the fourth highest among tackles that's 23 nearly 24 million and he's a veteran Yep. Uh they exactly. Underpaid. Uh they got Tevin Jenkins offensive guard from Chicago. Uh overpaid offensive guard Andres Pete from New Orleans. He's been hurt a lot. Uh the, he has he has uh played a combined seventeen games over the last two seasons. Uh they got Creed Humphrey though as the um underpaid center for Kansas City.
2: Creed Creed Humphrey is yeah. a really
1: good player, but I guarantee draft. you
2: he's gonna get paid. Uh, yeah. When the time
1: comes, yeah, he will. Overpaid center. They got Brian Allen from the L.A. Rams. Uh, underpaid defensive end. They got Greg Russo from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he recorded eight sacks in only thirteen games. Overpaid. They got Emmanuel Agba. Miami Dolphins, yeah, they might be moving on from him soon. $17 million against the cap, he counts uh, just one sack uh, and missed a lot of games, only nine games due to injury that he played. Uh, underpaid defensive tackle, Devon Hamilton from Jacksonville. Uh, they got him um, at, at $3.9 million against the cap, but uh, a hell of a player and a fourth-year player. Overpaid, they got D.J. Jones, Denver Broncos, uh, defensive tackle, uh, who's Counts like $13 million against the cap, uh, but only two sacks in 15 games and only 34 tackles. Underpaid linebacker, Michael Parsons. He's going to get
2: paid. He's he going to get, get paid. paid.
1: Overpaid outside linebacker, Randy Gregory. Hey, you dodged one, Cowboys fans. Thank you. Underpaid inside linebacker, Nick Bowden from the Kansas City Chiefs. Only counts $1.6 against the cap. 180 tackles last year.
2: <laughs> He's God. about to get paid. He's
1: about to get paid. Overpaid inside linebacker, Kenneth Murray. Uh, former Big Twelve product for the LA Chargers, underpaid cornerback Tariq Allen, all- Tariq Woolen, excuse me, who is
2: rookie out of the year? He was in a rookie out the rookie of the year
1: conversation. Why, why not Sauce Gardner? But counts less than a million dollars against the cap. And overpaid cornerback is J.C. Jackson. Yeah, that I agree. He got he's got to get healthy. Yeah, seventeen million against the cap. And uh underpaid safety, Kyle Hamilton. Overpaid safety, Jamal Adams. We all agree with that. Jamal Adams making a ton of money. Exactly. Um, and Kansas City Chiefs got three guys on that list and the cowboys have two guys on underpaid list the best way to build a roster make sure all everybody's outperforming their contracts right now you got a lot of that happening for the cowboys take and the advantage
2: Chiefs. of the rookies
1: uh no doubt all right we come back we'll wrap it up put it in the oven right here on ball don't lie 104 down the horn
0: Papa top again. you mind if i have some of your tasty beverage to wash huh? oh yeah i've been known to drink a beer or two like a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds it's only my opinion sir i got beer i got bottled breast milk eh, why don't we start with the beer okay it's five o'clock somewhere
2: wait it's already five o'clock here it's time for what's on tap how
0: about a nice cool drink
2: that's oh, really good that's good that is
0: pop a top again
1: all right, welcome back to ah, Ball Don't Lie. Getting ready to wrap this thing up and put it in the oven. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, we do have The Flex coming up next um, with Nolan, my man Nolan, the seed right. coming up. And he will be joined by Cameron. That's He'll right, call, Cameron pe-
2: Parker, the colonel. <laughs> some people call him the
1: colonel. <laughs> uh, they're going to have a very special guest on who I just forgot his name. The Hayes Mr. DB. Taylor, Marcus Yes, Taylor. Marcus Taylor. Thank That's you very right. much, Archie. Right. Also, we got to give a shout out to uh, the oh. Great Memory. Of one Sean Adams.
2: That's right. Today, he would have been 52 years old. I had an opportunity to talk to his mother yesterday. She misses him every day, just like this community does. Uh, Sean and I have been friends for a very long time. Rod, I know that you were really close to Sean as well. And he is missed every single day. And he always used to say, the dream is free, the hustle sold separately, go to work. And that's what everybody that we know and everybody that's been around us, that's all we could ever do is continue to move his memory and continue to live by some of the creeds that he lived by and keep pushing it every day. Uh, no doubt. Well said there. Um, all right, uh, what you got on tap? I'm getting ready to go to Austin FC. Going to hey! check out the Austin FC. It's been. A, uh, I've been to a game all year, well, and tonight cool. is the night, and your boy is still like – Man, I got to go to the Austin FC. All right, based is. on that performance and we're going to judge whether we're going to allow
1: hearts to go back hey, to the Austin exactly. FC. Exactly. Don't give me the uh, Steve Sarkisian <laughs> <Yeah, treatment>.
2: exactly.
3: <laughs> uh, Patrick, what you got on tap tonight, brother? I ain't watching the Lakers play, apparently. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to hang bro. out and uh, kick off some birthday celebrations a little early.
1: That's right. That's right. Ooh, Your birthday is tomorrow. Coming up. tomorrow?
3: that's right. Okay.
1: All right. We got a birthday celebration tomorrow, too. Turn up. All right. uh, You got the Wednesday Night Flex coming up next. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, remember, uh, we will get into some of that Texas baseball discussion. 845 pregame for Texas baseball. Revolution will not be televised. We'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.